For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, Caitlin. So you had a viral TikTok go out. Crazy, right? I did. It's just so crazy because TikTok is, I was thinking, the hardest thing ever to break the algorithm. But finally, this one hit. So I was happy about that. Yeah, well, it was a good video. You told your best friend that your relationship was ending. And that's pretty much how you know the song is a bop because it's such a sad situation and literally you can't not dance to it when you hear it. Was she, after the first like initial reaction of her being like, you're broken up, was she like, okay, I need all the details. I need you to explain everything. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It was kind of a weird way of telling her. I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to see. I think that this would be kind of funny if I... Because lots of the songs that I write are usually about my relationship that I was in because it's the only relationship I'd ever been in. I was with him for four years. So a lot of my songs were about him and they were all happy, great songs. And this one came out and it was like, okay, breakup song. And she immediately wanted to know right then and there. But I was like, no, no, no. Like, we'll talk about it in a minute. We'll talk about it in a minute. Like, just keep listening to the song. <laughs> and then the second I stopped recording, she was like, okay, can we get serious for a minute? And then we, both, <laughs> we cried, we talked. It's, um, she's my best friend and our boyfriends were best friends at the time too. So it was a little bit of a, a way to tell her that's for sure. But it was a good one. Yeah. She's like, no more double dates. <laughs> no more double dates. Not so for we, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> at least for what we knew at the time, but yeah. Yeah. So is that stressful sharing these really personal songs with your friends and family? Does that stress you out at all? It does when it's really, when it's really deep and close to my heart, because not only, well, I didn't honestly think that a million point four people would see that video. So yeah, I did get a lot of crazy phone calls and text messages and DMs and from like people from high school, because we were one of like the last couples that was still together from high school, which is crazy. So all of my random people from high school were like, no, this is such sad news. I always thought you guys were going to get married and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I'm, t- I'm 21. <laughs> like, let's be, well, I'm all, I'm all for high school relationships and, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm like, I'm 21. It's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, four years. I mean, things sometimes come to an end and your life is just getting started. It totally is. And you know what? Like, we've talked since and obviously the video went viral. So of course there had to be some communication within there. And I mean, we're great friends and I hope, you know, one day that things can mend themselves, but um, you know, for now I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I, I honestly, it's been such a nice thing hearing from how many people the song has meant to them and so many, it's the cutest thing. I've been getting so many cute messages of girls recording themselves, sending me videos, dancing to car chase and, they're like telling me their whole stories and saying, oh my gosh, my boyfriend and I, we were together for this long and they just, we just broke up and this song is really helping me get through it. And that's what honestly means the most to me is just that it's kind of people are using it as a way to, you know, like react, um, what's the word, like relate to me. And yeah, you know, it's, it's cool. I like it a lot. It's fun. 
Yeah, there's no better coping mechanism than turning on a summer jam that you can either dance to in your car or sob to it. So what about this relationship ending made you want to turn it into a literal summer bop? Because that's what it is. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, it was more, it was more, I, I had released my first single a few months ago and it was called Parties and it was a ballad and, you know, it, releasing that as my first song wasn't the reaction that I wanted. So I was like, okay, what can I really, what can I do to really connect to people? And I said, okay, well, this song is such a fun song. It's come, I'm coming into the summertime. I feel like people can really relate to this. So maybe this one will stick and hit and it just, it did. So I was really excited about it. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to, keep going for this because I mean, if you look at Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo, all their songs are these crazy great breakup songs. Like they're insane. And, and that's why people love them so much is because it's something that they can really relate to. So I feel like I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to try it with this one, even though it's really vulnerable and it's hard, but that's the kind of stuff that I think ends up sticking and people enjoy the most and can relate to. So I've learned, I definitely have learned a lesson. (laughs) Yeah, it, music. it, it kind of reminds me of, um, now that you mentioned Taylor Swift, it's kind of like Death by a Thousand Cuts, where it's this really heart-wrenching song, but at the same time, you're kind of like, this is a jam. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, thank you. I love that. Anytime anyone wants to compare me to Taylor, I'm like, please, I wish, in my dreams. <laughs> but thanks. So this relationship, wh- how is it like a car chase? Like, why did you want to draw those two as a comparison? Yeah. So, I mean, in my relationship at such a young age, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about being with a person and what that's like. And I think for me and my boyfriend at the time, we were extremely always chasing and wanting to keep something together for so long that maybe wasn't always the best thing for us. So it was always like I was you know, chasing after something that I knew wasn't the best for me in the moment, a lot of the time. And I think he did too. Definitely just neither of us wanted to admit it. It was both of our first relationships. We had been together for such a long time. It was really special to us. So I think it was a really hard thing to us for us to break up, but it had become so toxic that after a while, it just blew up in our faces and it, and it was a really sad thing. It wasn't an easy thing to go through because it's not that we don't, that we didn't really, really love each other. It was more of just, we're growing in complete opposite ways. So we're constantly chasing something that isn't what we first started with in high school. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where the whole car chase thing stems from. And just looking back on a relationship, when you look back and you're thinking of all these things and how they're just not that anymore. And you always want it to be that, but it's just not going to be that again, unless you really give yourself space and time to grow on your own. And then maybe in the future, come back. Who knows? Who knows? We're it's first relationship. I'm figuring it out. He was figuring it out, which everyone has to do in their life. So I think it's just a growing thing that everyone's going to experience at least once. Yeah. I mean, four years together, this being your first like real relationship, this is like your first big breakup. Yeah. How did you ever break up? Actually. Yeah. We both were never, we had never been with another person like ever, which was really crazy because I'm 
so the last person in my friend group that everyone would think would be the girl that just gets into a relationship and then stays in it forever. But, but it happened. So, so because he was like your, your first love, I mean, did that make it harder to break things off? Was there a moment where you're like, okay, this is the end. Like I've got it. He was my first love, but we got to move on. You know, for me, no, it was, it wasn't until we had finally spent time apart that I was finding myself really happy. I was finding myself not being held back by things. I was going and doing everything that I wanted to be doing. And it wasn't that when we were in a relationship, he was holding me back. It was more of just that we were so different that we always wanted to make each other happy. So it's like, I would always want to go out. I'm such a party girl. I love going out. I love experiencing new things. I love meeting new people. It's all, it's who I am. And so for him, he was so different. So I, he didn't want to go do those things. So then I would be like, okay, you know, I'll just, I'll just go with you to this instead. We'll go do this. But then when we weren't together and I was going and doing everything that I had ever wanted to do, I was like, wait, maybe, maybe I wasn't in the most perfect thing at the time. But I did think that, you know, although it was the hardest thing I've probably ever been through, uh, not, it's not true, but a very hard thing that I've had to go through. I've thought about it and I think that everything does happen for a reason. And I, and I think I only learned that once I was apart from him, I was really seeing things differently. So I said, okay, maybe this is happening right now for a reason. And who knows? Like, I think whenever, if it's something's meant to come back to, it will. So, you know, it's, it's just learning. I, like I said, first relationship have to go through all the, all the different emotions and things to really figure it out. But yeah. Well, speaking of learning, what did you learn about yourself from that relationship? What did I learn about myself? I learned that I am, Ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> I give myself, I give myself a lot to people a little bit too much to where it kind of drains me a little bit. And it's, it's not maybe always the best thing for me to always be so worried about other people. And of course, that's what comes with being in a serious relationship. You're always, you know, worried about another person, but it's more of really thinking, I, I need to really know exactly what I want and what's best for me. And to always remember that, that I'm, I have me forever. Someone else may not be forever. I have, I'm stuck with myself forever. So making myself happy should always be a really important goal in my life. That's for sure. I even, I even wrote a song. I even wrote a song about it. Maybe you guys will one day hear it. It's called um, save a little love for me. And it's just about, I need to do that. I need to save a little bit of love for myself because I'm always giving, giving to whether it's to friends, family, boyfriend, all of it. But I learned it, especially when, when I was in a relationship. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the whole point of a relationship. Like you give a hundred percent, they give a hundred percent. And if they're not doing that, then that's like the main disconnect, right? Totally. Totally. So you learned a lot from the relationship and kind of use this song as a coping mechanism. What have you learned about yourself, whether it's about relationships or about you as an upcoming artist and career woman, what have you learned about yourself by putting this song out into the world? Well, I've learned that it's definitely possible to get people to relate and to feel what you're feeling. And that's really a cool feeling when people, when people really for the first time are giving you so much reaction and great, great reactions to something that you do. I learned that I could do it. So that was a really nice thing. Just kind of a, a 
boost. But I also learned that it's not as hard as, as I thought it would be to really give, give my true self to people because when people re, re respond and react to something that's such a sad thing in your life, but they react so positively, it was kind of just a life lesson that, that you have to just go with life. You can't hold yourself back because if you don't do these things and take these big jumps, then you won't ever find out what's on the other side of that, whether it's a good reaction or a bad reaction. And if it was a bad reaction, then you learn from it and you move on and you live and you learn. So I think that was, that was a cool thing that I learned about all of it. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like this is a healthier relationship for you in the sense that you get to put out this music and get reaction and feedback from other people. You yeah. mentioned earlier that you had gotten like a lot of messages and DMS from girls who could relate. Was there um, somebody who DM'd you that you were like, Oh my gosh, I felt the exact same way. Or you felt like their story really connected with you with yours. So many, so many girls, they were saying a lot of them. I couldn't because they were, you know, my relationship wasn't, it didn't end in, I didn't get cheated on. I didn't, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. It was more of just, we knew it sadly enough. Like we knew it just wasn't working, even though we wanted it to more than anything. But I definitely, there were lots of girls that would respond being like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend broke up with me on a Thursday night, which is the first lyric of my song. And then they'd say, and it was, and we were together for exactly four years and we just, nothing was working. So, and we wanted it to so badly. And, and I was just thinking that is so crazy to me. Like how many people, like how many songs can you write in the world that people can, will just text you and be like, I, it was on this day, this many years, this is, and the people were writing like my for you page is getting way too specific. <laughs> and I was just looking at this and I was, that's so cool. I, I don't know. I, my for you page gets a little specific sometimes. So the fact that I was seeing that, but on the reverse was just, it was awesome. It was a good feeling. Not yeah, a good feeling for the fact that they were going through something, mm -hmm. but the fact that they felt like they could come to me and talk to me and tell me how they were feeling. That is a really cool thing, especially for me. I love people. I love learning about people. Every single time I have a conversation with, with someone new, I always get something from it and I take something from it. So this was a really awesome thing for me, for sure. Yeah. The for you page can get so specific. It's scary. <laughs> and it's crazy how the music industry has changed in the sense that you can discover songs like yours just by flipping through your for you page. And so you have a dad that was uh, an award-winning songwriter. How has he kind of like walked you through this process of you breaking into the music industry? Yeah. So my dad, his name's Steve Dorf. He is my absolute hero in life. He has raised me in, um, you know, my, my whole family is actually in the, is in the entertainment industry. And so with my dad, it's been a really special thing that the two of us have gotten to share growing up. I think, I know my dad is my, definitely the closest person to me in my life. So the fact that we've bonded over music throughout the years has been a really special thing for me. He has definitely been a huge, uh, has made a huge impact on all the things that I've been able to do because not only do we have a studio in our house, so it's allowed us to really work together. And he does a lot of my vocal recording and he always, you know, every time I do something, I ask my dad first, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And so it's really helped me and pushed me to be, I, not only I think I've wanted to be better to be like him, but also he's given me opportunities like 
brought me into things and, and, and introduced me to people where I've gotten into great rooms with great songwriters. And I've been very blessed to be able to do that because I know a lot of people, I, I actually go to music school in Nashville and I have tons of friends my age who are also really wanting to do the same thing. And so, you know, I definitely see the impact that it has with my dad because he, the people that he gets to introduce me to and the rooms that I kind of get into, but it's nice for me because then I just get to bring my friends along and I'm like, Hey, you guys come to this. There are going to be awesome people there that we can learn from and watch and listen to and grow from come with me. So then it's kind of become a community thing. It's, it's been really cool, but yeah, my dad, he sure has helped me a lot along the way. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, he's got to be so proud of you. I'm sure the rest of your family is as well. Uh, how did growing up in a, a family where entertainment was so important influence you? Like, I would think it would, it would scare you off. Like, oh my gosh, there's, it's like so intense. How did it inspire you to want to join? I think what it was, was I have two older brothers. Their names are Andrew and Steven. My brother, Steven is an actor. My brother, Andrew was a songwriter and both of them were so different, so different to me. Cause I, I felt like I had grown up a really normal life. Um, I went to public high school. I went to public school my whole life. I, I wasn't in movies as a young kid, but my, my brothers were, they were around that. That's what their life was. So watching them kind of inspired me. I always wanted to be like them. I always thought they were so cool and they were so talented and I just loved their lifestyle. And it honestly was the opposite. I was like, if I'm not like them, but better than I failed, <laughs> which isn't the truth, but that's just what I told myself from such a young age. Cause I wanted to be just like them in some ways, not in all ways, <laughs> but in some ways that's, let me, uh, start that <laughs> in some ways. Add the asterisks. Add, yes, exactly. We'll edit it. We'll edit it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I love my brothers, but you know, when you're in that for such a long time, you grow up differently. You, you see things differently. I definitely am glad that I grew up the life that I lived because I will, I believe I will always choose to be extremely humble and just appreciative of other people around me and other people's work. But I definitely wanted to be, I wanted to live the the superstar life. That's for sure. (laughs) Like I, I, all the things that they were doing, I was seeing at a young age and I knew that was it. I needed to be doing it. I needed to be making music, especially. I was not an actress. I tried the acting thing at a young age. I got like one callback out of all of the seven years I ever auditioned and maybe a few voiceovers slash commercials. I wasn't an actress. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to just stick to the music thing because that's what I'm really good. That's what I, that's what I love. That's my passion. And, you know, it worked. <laughs> that's awesome. So what was the coolest experience you had growing up that you were like, oh my gosh, I want to be a superstar just like my brothers and my dad. I think it had to be, <laughs> I think, I know it had to be when I was really young, my brother, Steven would always, every single time I was at my brother, Steven's house. And I always wanted to go. There was always someone, someone there that I just, at a very young age, I, I remember sitting on the couch one day <laughs> and Owen Wilson walks in <laughs> and didn't know that, didn't know I was Steven's little sister. So he just comes in and comes up guys and sits down <laughs> us and me and my, my friend just slowly turns her head to me and is just staring at me with the brightest eyes. And it is, what is, what is, she's just, I, I know she's saying, what 
is going on? Right now? <laughs> like, why did Owen Wilson just walk into your brother's house? And why is he so casually coming and sitting next to us and hanging out? I know it's weird. Just go with it. (laughs) I know it's weird. Just go with it. We'll talk about it after. But yeah, it was definitely either that, just the people that would, I'd see. I, they, I was starstruck at such a young age, but also at the same time I wasn't because I had been so used to it, Mm. but it was, I just wanted that. I was like, well, when I'm older, I want Miley Cyrus and Taylor Swift to come over and hang out with me. So (laughs) (laughs) I was like, how do I, okay, I know what I have to do. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I have to go into the entertainment industry and those will just be my friends because we'll all bond and love the same things. But really I, I was so young. I didn't realize, okay, well, it's just, if you grow up into it, you grow up into it. But I just, that was what it was for sure. All the so, celebrities. <laughs> so if you could have any celeb just come over to your house, like who to you would be like the coolest to Easy. hang out with? Well, is that dead or alive? Mm, why don't we do why don't we do a live like let's pretend like because this, this, this is gonna happen so okay. who, who are you inviting over who's the first person? easy miley cyrus okay easy, why easy miley because she's been my inspiration since i was such a little girl i've been watching her when hannah montana started that was my stuff that was my that was my generation of disney channel and she just is such a badass. Like everything she does, all of her music there. I don't think that there's one song that I can play of Miley Cyrus's that, that I don't love. I know all, I just love her. And I think she's done it in such a way. She's had a career that no one else has had. Like truly, I, I feel, I think she's just dominated the entire entertainment industry, whether it's movies, television, music, persona, look, everything to her. She just seems like the raddest chick I've, I would ever want to hang out with for sure. And if I could be on a song with anyone and if I was doing it with Miley Cyrus, <laughs> dream come true. Well, I'll save this recording and when it happens, I'll send it to you and you'll be like, look, it happened. Oh, so, I could only, I could only <laughs> no, maybe So let's say it's 20 years in the future and I'm interviewing some other up and coming artists and they're talking about how they want to collab with you. What are they saying about your career? What do you want them to describe? Like, oh, Caitlin Dorf does this and it's so great. Honestly, I want to, I want to be really positive, super duper positive. I want people to look at my career and I just don't want any of the negative, all, all the stuff that comes with being in the entertainment industry. I've, I've seen it. I don't love it, but it is entertainment. So I definitely think that there's a fine line between knowing what's entertainment and knowing what's real, mm-hmm. but I would love to stray away from all that and stay really positive. Like even throughout this breakup song, there's no bashing. There's no negativity. I, I would hope. I just want it to always be a positive, like, like Taylor Swift. I mean, there's been tons of like, t- like negative things that have happened in like, around her, but she, I feel like has always stayed so, tried to stay so light and positive and always looking at the good and, and from it releasing music that she's always wanted to put out. She's always focusing on the fact that she wants to put out her, what she wants to put out, her great music. Whether it's a fairy tale like folklore or whether it's writing about her boyfriend, I, I knew you were trouble when you walk, you know what I mean? She just always did, but I don't know, it was always so fun and positive and performance and 
I just want when people come to my concert, I want them to leave so happy and just radiating of energy and positivity. And that would be really cool. It's funny that you mentioned the positivity thing because I listened to both Car Chase and Parties. And the one thing that I took away from both of those songs is that I was like, oh my gosh, like even though Parties is like this really like depressing anthem, she sounds kind of like you can tell that there's like a positive light to you. Like you really do, even though it's like this heart wrenching thing you can tell that there's kind of like a light at the end of the tunnel and then we get to car chase and it's this bop. So I, I really do feel like that's what people are going to take away from your career. Honestly. Thank you. I definitely, I know <laughs> I say, I talk about positivity <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, both my songs that I've released so far are so sad, but there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that that's kind of what I would like to show throughout my career is that you're always going to go through obstacles and you're going to go through great things. And there's going to be songs about it all. But at the end of it, as long as deep down, I'm still really happy and love what I'm doing, then that's what I think matters the most for sure. So can we expect <laughs> to hear a happier song in the near future? Hopefully, maybe. Yes, <laughs> yes, very soon. I have lots of things I'm working on, which I'm so excited about. Anything you can tease yet? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I can. I think I can. So there's, I can always cut it. If it's, it's between good. two. So we're, we're, we're leaning towards two songs. One of them, which we wanted to completely strand away from the sadness and the ha- like just get away from, you know, boyfriend parties and talk about something that I love, which is New York City. Oh. So we wrote a bop, <laughs> which I think with everything coming, the world coming back to the way it is it's a great time to be releasing a song about a beautiful place that is finally, hopefully soon will be back to <laughs> normal and back full. So that is a, that's okay. a teaser we can give. <laughs> so a 1989 moment. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Is there anything else you think I should know? You want to tell people? Oh, I, I, I just love talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for chatting with me. Okay, cool. I'll stop recording. <laughs> If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.